0: Film Fair Kim Manch Parhonge, Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Darthi Karyan, Varundhavan, Janvi Kapoor, or Sara Ali Khanke electrifying performances. To Huchayitayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 p.m. Only on ZT. Today's drama, a gift of murder. December. A fine flurry of snow is just beginning to fall from the darkening sky as a smartly dressed young woman knocks on the heavy door of Gerald Covington's country estate. Um, miss Eva. Surprised to see me, sir? Delighted to see you, miss, and I know your brother will be overjoyed. Come in, come in. Gerald was saying only last week that he hoped to would get back from Europe in time for the party tonight. Party? Did you say party? Yes, miss.
1: A party here?
0: A little gathering in keeping with this glad season.
1: As I remember Gerald, he considers all seasons equally glum. I, uh,
0: I know, miss, but this, you see, is in honor of your Aunt Frances.
1: In honor of Aunt Frances? Do you mean to tell me that Gerald is giving a party for Aunt Frances?
0: Indeed, miss.
1: Why, where is he? In the
0: drawing room, trimming the Christmas tree.
1: Trimming the... This I've got to see. Gerald! Eva! What a happy surprise, I can't tell you. A Christmas tree. Yes, I did it all myself. And presents.
0: For your Aunt Frances. Is it so strange, Eva, that I should want our aunt to have a lovely tree? Yes. My dear Aunt Frances is 72 years old. We may not have her with us, Lord.
1: Darling, last year she was 71, which isn't precisely adolescent. And all she got for Christmas was a dozen handkerchiefs and a cold in the head.
0: This year, things are somewhat different.
1: So I noticed. Last time I was in touch with this little family circle, you and Clyde hated Aunt Frances like death and taxes. You may
0: speak for our brother Clyde, but as for me, I've always adored the dear old soul. Really? Really. Uh, Shall I show you what I
1: have for her? Do.
0: An antique music box. The sort of thing she loves, And in solid gold. Isn't it charming? Listen. God bless ye merry gentlemen. Expensive
1: item, I'd say.
0: i paid $500 for it, but nothing's too good for dear old Aunt Frances.
1: It isn't possible, is it, that Aunt Frances has come into money?
0: Well, uh, that is... She has. Well, the truth is, an old admirer of hers, and Mr. Onslow Fraser, remembered her in his will.
1: How distinctly did he remember her, Gerald?
0: Quite distinctly, Eva. She's inheriting a million dollars.
1: Oh. And when did you hear of this?
0: Only yesterday. Uh, Mr. Elcott attorney, member of the firm of Elkhart, Elkhart and Duzene in Boston brought us the news.
1: Now I see it all. The tree, the presents, the party. You're competing with Clyde for Aunt Frances' affection. I am
0: only trying to brighten the end of her life. You
1: are only trying to become the chief beneficiary of her will.
0: Nonsense. I'm quite sure I will be a beneficiary, as you will, Eva, though I doubt that Clyde will benefit very much, if at all. Why not? I'll tell you why not. It's amusing, really. Quite amusing. day before yesterday, before Mr. Elkhart appeared, of course, Clyde was unfortunate enough to have written me a certain letter. Letter? A letter, my dear, suggesting that we put Aunt Frances in an old woman's home. No. Yes. <laughs> I have the fate of of correspondence. Keeping it carefully. And when Aunt Frances lays eyes on it, I shouldn't be surprised if she cuts Clyde out altogether.
1: And you're going to let her lay eyes on it, of course. What do you think? Does Clyde know you do? Oh,
0: my goodness. He's been on the phone for the past two days, begging and threatening my life by turns.
1: Clyde is not a man to let himself be pushed too far, Gerald. I'll risk
0: his wrath. <laughs> I must go upstairs and wrap the music box for Aunt Frances. If the guests arrive, you'll greet them for me, won't you? Who's coming? A principally the family. Clyde and our dear, I. And possibly the lawyer, Mr. Elkhart. Anyone else? Just that young couple, Aunt Frances, is so fond of... Mr.
1: Cranston and Margot Lane.
0: Yes, yeah, she likes them. And it's my desire to please her, you know.
1: You bet I know. I'll be
0: down in a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh so, this white piece of paper I think will be fitting. And the bright red ribbon for the holiday touch. Who's that? Oh, come in. I'll be finished with this wrapping in a moment. There. Now, I think this makes a very charming little gift, don't you? I said, don't you. I said... Well, Aunt Frances seven. It's uh, quarter
1: after nine. Oh.
0: The perfect night for a holiday party. Perfect. Well, we snowflakes by a special arrangements with the weatherman. Just
1: for Aunt Frances' sake.
0: Of course. What well, do you say we'll end the scene, the crowning touch of a Christmas carol, before we make an entrance?
1: Mm, I'd be glad to try. Very good, my lady. We
0: shall fill the night with music. Of <laughs> <Up> a sword. <laughs> me, 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 me.
1: Me, me.
0: God rest ye merry, gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. As if something has someone very much dismayed. Ah, In the master! Ring the bell. Baxter, <coughs> <coughs> Mr. 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 Crenshaw, what's the matter? You look as if you've seen a ghost. Not a ghost, sir. Uh, a corpse. Mr. Gerald has been murdered. <coughs> Not five minutes ago, sir, Mr. Gerald came up here to his study to wrap this music box. And the next thing we knew, the shot was fine. Anyone else in the house beside you and Miss Evo? No. Yes. What? Well, Mr. Clyde was here, miss. He rang the bell just after Mr. Gerald went upstairs. Where did he go? He pushed me aside and followed Mr. Gerald to his study. And look at this in the ashtray. The cigar. It's still warm, too. One of Mr. Clyde's brand.
1: Clyde, murdered Gerald. Oh. He looked
0: angry. But when I tried to stop it, he said he had to see Mr. Gerald on a matter of great urgency. What sort of matter? Something about a letter. A letter?
1: Yes, there was a letter. Gerald told me about it just before he came upstairs. It must have been somewhere in the study, probably the desk. He said he was keeping it to hold over Clyde's head. Yes, here it is.
0: I'm afraid I'm a little baffled.
1: Oh, it's only too simple. In this letter, Clyde suggested putting Aunt Frances in an old woman's home. What? Huh?
0: But Anne Francis just inherited a fortune.
1: This letter was written day before yesterday. It wasn't until the next day that Mr. Elkhart appeared with the news about Ansel Fraser's will. But
0: it's perfectly obvious what happened, isn't it? Mr. Clyde killed Mr. Cheswell to get the letter back.
1: But if he did, why didn't he take the letter with him? It's probably
0: because you two came running too quickly.
1: Yes. And not having gotten the letter, don't you think Clyde may still be somewhere in this house waiting his chance?
0: If he is, I suggest Baxter be very careful. Uh, why, sir? Because you know too much, and he knows you do. You mean you think he... He'd... just killed one man, hasn't he? Listen,
1: someone moving about downstairs. Clyde, what are you going to do, Lamont?
0: Don't worry, darling. Who's down there? Who is it? Answer me, or I'll shoot.
1: You wouldn't shoot a defenseless old woman, would you? And so near Christmas, too. And Francis. Thank heaven. Lamont... Let's go down before she comes up and sees Jared.
0: You Go ahead, darling. I'll join you in a moment.
1: Hello, Aunt Frances. Margo and Eva. Dear little Eva. When did you get back, child? Just today, Aunt Frances. Surprised to see me? Surprised and happy. But then all the surprises I've gotten lately have been happy ones. Which reminds me, Miss Lane, Miss Covington, this is Miss Elcart. Of Elcart, Elcart, and DeLee. How, do you, How do, do you do? Charmed, Miss Lane. You're the lawyer who brought the news about Onslow Fraser's will, aren't you? One and the same, Miss Covington. And happy I was to bear such tidings, just at this joyful season. I should say. Speaking of this joyful season, isn't there something in the drawing room that Aunt Frances would see, Eva? There certainly is. What? Now, you're not to ask questions. Just stand where you are. Mm, nice Amazing easy. Now then, Margot, open the door. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Christmas Aunt, Frances. Aunt Frances. For me. All for you. A
2: lovely treat. Indeed, a very lovely
1: tree. It's so beautiful. It's really so beautiful. Now then, my dear. It's it's been so long since I had a real Christmas. I've forgotten how wonderful it can be. Yes,
2: one does forget how wonderful things can be.
0: You rang for me, Miss Eva? Yes, Baxter. Merry
1: Christmas, Baxter. The same
0: to you, Aunt Frances. Do I have of the eggnogs now, Miss Eva?
1: I can't think of a better time. Shouldn't we wait for Gerald? Well, I don't think so, Aunt Frances. And Clyde, where's Clyde?
0: Right here, Aunt Frances. Oh, oh wait, just... You don't think I'd miss your party, do you? Merry Christmas, Aunt Frances. And may you wear these for many, many happy years to come.
1: For me, Clyde?
0: For you. Oh,
1: pearls. A choker of perfectly matched pearls. Mr. Elkhart, looks
0: Exquisite. Really
1: exquisite. You must have spent a fortune on these, Clyde. And I haven't a thing for you.
0: That doesn't matter, Aunt Francis.
1: Oh, but it does. I'm rich now, you know. And I insist that you tell me exactly what you'd like for Christmas.
0: I'd like you to be well and happy.
1: Ah, that's very sweet. But isn't there something you'd really like to have? I think I can tell you what Clyde would really like to have, Aunt Frances. What's that, Eva? A letter. Miss
0: Eva, just what are you talking about, Eva?
1: A letter, Clyde. A letter that you wrote Gerald the day before yesterday. I never
0: wrote Gerald a letter.
1: Oh, no? How peculiar. And I have it right here, signed by you. May I see that? No, you may not. May
0: I see that, Eva? You may not, May Clyde. I see it now, Eva? Oh, Mr.
1: Covington. He's got a gun. Hi. Hand it
0: over. Come on. Give it to me. Thank
1: you. Clyde, what's the meaning of this?
0: There's no time to explain just now, Aunt Francis. I must go. However, I beg you not to believe any of the poisonous lies these people may tell you about me behind my back. I want you to know that I do wish you the very merry... Drop that gun! Don't, Don't go on me! Drop it. It. it! Drop it! it. Ah. Pick up that gun, Baxter. Yes, sir. What do I do now, Take sir? Mr. Clyde up to the study and hold him there until the police arrive. That's right. There's been a murder, and we're holding the culprit under guard. Yes, I suggest you get here as fast as you can. Are the police coming, Mr. Creston? Immediately, Mr. Elcott. I'm sorry I had to spoil your Christmas party like this, Aunt Francis. Oh,
1: Lamar, my dear, you had no choice. Aunt Francis. Yes, my dear? We found this upstairs. A little remembrance that Gerald bought for you. A music box. And a very lovely one. Listen. Oh, how charming. And look, it's gold. A proper gift for
2: a golden-haired
1: lady. What did
2: you
0: say, Mister Elkhart? Why, Mister Johnson! Come on! That came from the back of the house. Cry. He's killed Baxter. Come on, Margot. Baxter. 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 I'm all right, McLean. Oh. Though I can't say as much for my prisoner. Grimes, he tried to escape, sir. So I was forced to shoot. He tried to escape. How could he try to escape with you standing over him with a gun? I don't know, sir, but he did. And since the two of us were all alone here, I'm afraid, Mr. Cranston, you will just have to take my word for it. and Lamont heard the shot from the rear of the Covington mansion, they found Baxter standing over Clyde Covington, a smoking revolver in his hand. A few moments later, in the massive entrance foyer.
1: He killed Clyde deliberately, Lamont. I'm sure Baxter shot him in cold blood.
0: i rather agree with you, Mark. But why? Possibly because Clyde had an alibi, an alibi Baxter didn't want him to use. You mean... You mean that Clyde may have not come to this house at all early in the evening. Not even
1: to get the
0: letter? He wasn't the only person who might have been interested in getting that letter, Margot.
1: No?
0: No. Baxter could have used it nicely to hold over Clyde's head as long as Aunt Frances lived. Bleeding him of a nice thumb in the process. I see what
1: you mean. Then it may have been Baxter who killed Gerald,
0: too. I don't know. It's only a theory. theories theory is worth a visit from the shadow. Who's in this pantry? It is I, Baxter. Who spoke? There's no one here. Oh, yes, there is, Baxter. The shadow is here. The shadow? Standing right at your elbow. You can't see me, but I'm here. Here to see justice is done, Baxter. What's happening to me? My mind is slipping. I want the truth, Baxter. Go away. Go away. Not until you tell me why you killed Gerald Covington. Leave me alone. Please, please. I didn't kill Mr. Gerald. You can't lie your way out of murder. I didn't kill him. That's not what I've lied about. What have you lied about? Nothing. The truth? I lied about him. About the man coming in before Mr. Gerald was killed. Yes? It, it wasn't Mr. Clyde. No? Then who was he? Will you let me alone if I tell you? Yes. All right, then.
2: It was...
1: Is
0: going to be all right? Yes. The bullet grazed his skull. He's unconscious, but he'll live. I left him in the library.
1: This case is getting more confusing every minute. Yes, isn't it? Take Mr. Elcott, for instance. I don't understand his position in this little mystery at all. Well, what do you mean? Do you mean what he said when I gave Aunt Frances the little gold music box?
0: Yes. He, he said a, a proper gift for a golden-haired lady. Exactly.
1: How does he know Aunt Frances had golden hair? Her hair's been snow white for the past twenty years. An interesting question. And very confusing. It's all confusion. Margot. Yes.
0: Whose overcoat is this hanging in the hall tree?
1: Well, I don't know. If it isn't yours, it must be Mr. Elcott. Elcott. Elkhart. Why?
0: I just saw this sticking out of a pocket.
1: Clyde's letter. Oh, what's it doing in his overcoat?
0: Must have grabbed it in the confusion. You know, it's just possible that our dignified old friend also saw the value in holding it over Clyde's head.
1: Of course. After all, what do we really know about?
0: Not much. We're going to find out.
1: Operator.
0: Um, I want to make a long-distance call to Boston, Massachusetts.
1: To what number,
0: please? Oh, I don't know the number. It's the law firm of Elcott, Elcott and... uh...
1: Juvine. And you Yes, sir. I will place the call and ring you back. And make it fast, please. Yes, sir. And what do you nearly think?
0: Time has come to stop thinking, Margot. We're on the verge of the kind of discovery that cracks a case wide open. Yes. Look, I want you to go into the drawing room. Elcott will be there. Yes. I'll tell you exactly what I want you to do. When you get in,
1: Miss Lane? Where's Aunt Frances? Lying down upstairs. She's had more excitement than she can very well stand. Sit down, Miss Lane. Thank you. Miss Eva and I were just saying that
2: this case is becoming quite perplexing.
1: It is indeed. This attack on Baxter is the most puzzling thing of all. Now that Clyde is dead, who could have done it? I don't know, but
2: there's certainly no doubt that Clyde's guilty of Gerald's murder. Baxter saw him run up to Gerald's study
1: just before Gerald was killed. I'm afraid that's not true, Mr. Elcott. Baxter admitted he was lying about that just before he was wounded.
2: Is that so? But there's that cigar, the one that Miss Eva saw in the ashtray. Didn't that belong to Clyde?
1: Yes, Mr. Elkhart, it did. It even had his initials on the band. Do you really think Clyde would have been foolish enough to leave a piece of evidence like that behind, Mr. Elkhart? Well, what what are you suggesting, Miss Lane? I'm suggesting that with Clyde out of the way, the margin of guilt is narrowed down pretty closely, Mr. Elcott.
2: To me, Miss Lane? Yes. But to I... To you. I've been with Aunt Frances all afternoon. I was with her at the moment when Mr. Gerald was murdered. Can you prove that? Of course I can. Aunt Frances is right upstairs. You have my permission to ask her.
1: Then it wasn't you?
2: Obviously not. And obviously, Miss Lane... You can now draw the logical conclusion.
1: Yes, I'm afraid we can. Before you do, put up your hands. Eva, put that gun away. I'm sorry, Mr. Elcott. I'm really quite sorry that you two, who aren't members of this greedy little family, had to stumble on the truth. Do you think you'll get away with this? I can try. There's a very slim chance that you'll succeed. For a million dollars, I'll take a very slim chance. The telephone. Sit right where you are. I'll answer it. Hello? Someone there just put in a call to the law firm in Boston, Massachusetts. Yes? We checked very carefully, miss. There's no such firm listed. What? There is no firm of Elkhart, Elkhart, and Duveen. What's the matter? Who are you, Elkhart? I'm almost sorry for you, Miss Evans. There is no firm of Elkhart, Elkhart, and Duveen. I know. And there's no million dollars. What? But you came here about Onslow Fraser's will. And Onslow Frazier never made
2: a will. In fact, Onslow Fraser isn't even dead. Although just at this moment, he almost wishes he were.
1: Then you... The...
2: Yes, I'm Frazier.
1: Oh, I think I begin to see...
2: I fell in love with Anne Frances years ago, when she was as young as you are tonight, Miss Lane. And I never fell out of love with her.
1: Why did you have to pretend to us that she was inheriting a million? Why? Because I knew how dismally
2: you and Clyde and Gerald treated her. I had no money to help her with myself. And then the idea came to me? I can make it appear that she become an heiress and then depend on your greed and deceit to provide her with at least one really merry Christmas. A very
1: sweet idea, but... But a very dismal failure, I'm afraid. I'm afraid so, too. I'm afraid there'll still have to be two more murders before the party's over. Eva. There may not be a million dollars, but I still have my life to think of. Don't you realize the police are on their way? But they're not here yet, and I have a gun, and the door is open. What was that? Who closed that door?
0: I did, Eva. (laughs) (laughs) The door is no longer open. Who are you? I am the Shadow. What
1: are you doing here?
0: I've come to accuse Eva Covington of the murder of her brother, Gerald. It's
1: a lie. A lie. You can't prove
0: it. I can prove you contrived a neat little plot to murder Gerald convinced the world that Clyde had murdered him for an incriminating letter.
1: No! You
0: took Baxter in on your plan, promising him a part of the million dollars you hoped to get. That's why Baxter killed Clyde when he realized he could easily alibi his way out of the charge. How do you know all this? The shadow knows. When I confronted Baxter who was about to get the truth out of him. It was you who shot him to save your own skin.
1: And I still have a skin to save. Either you open that door or I pull this trigger. Don't be a fool. I warned you. Her... Stop that gun! Come it! Stop it!
0: Let me go! Let me go! As you please, Miss Eva. She's going out of the window. Yes, Mr. Elgar. <laughs> Straight into the arms of the police. <laughs>
1: the letter in your overcoat, and I thought you were the murderer, Mr. Elkhart. I picked it
2: up and hidden it so that Aunt Frances wouldn't see it, Miss Lane. <clears throat> Here she comes. Frances. Yes? I want you to know how sorry I am.
1: Sorry?
2: Why? I've made a tragic mistake. The gift of Christmas that I tried to give you turned out to be a gift of murder. Not
1: really, Aunt But
2: Clyde and Gerald are dead.
1: It was their own greed and ruthlessness that brought about their death. And
0: besides, the world's better off without either of them.
1: Much better.
0: Nevertheless, I'm sorry.
1: You shouldn't be. You've made me very rich.
2: But the million dollars wasn't real, Francis.
1: Oh, it isn't the million that's made me rich. It's your kindness and remembrance, and the love of your heart. That's real, isn't it? Yes. Then, Angelo.
2: My dear.
1: Must you take that back,
2: Francis?
1: You mean. I'm alone. And so are you. My darling. Well, what do you know? It looks like it'll be a Merry Christmas after all.
0: With many more to come. does not हिंदी the shadow हिंदी सबसे entertainment जब करन जोहर, आयश्मान खुराना और मनीष होस्ट करेंगे filmfare की Film fair Kim Manchbar Honge, Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karthik Aryan, Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, and Sara Ali Khan K. Electrifying performances. To Hojayi Tayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair
1: Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 pm, only on ZT.